for a powerful word of God to close this conference out from our very own pastor, Brianne Driver. Bree and her husband, Jeremy Driver, have pastored together since 2020, and the Lord has done so much through their leadership. She is passionate about the Lord, her family, the church, and the kingdom of God. We know that tonight there is a special word that he has given her for all of us. So open your hearts and get ready to receive as we welcome Pastor Breanne Driver to the stage. I want to honor my husband. I'm thankful for a a fearless leader that is not afraid to uh, follow the voice and the direction of the Lord. I am, I am not fearless. He is more fearless. Um, I'm thankful. I want to honor my mom and my dad if they would stand as our senior pastors. I want to honor them, fearless leaders. The Lord bless me by surrounding me by fearless leaders. One day I will, I'm going to be fearless. So I'm, I'm thankful for fearless leaders. I would like my Uncle Jackie and my Aunt Carrie to stand if they will. They play a very important role in, in our lives. So... They drove from the Plano area, and that's my mom's uh, brother and his wife. And so we, we look up to them. They are like spiritual uh, advisors in our lives. They pray for us, and so we want to honor y'all. Love you very much. I had a dream. <clears throat> had a dream um, Christmas Day, I think it was. The morning of Christmas Day, and um, Uncle Jackie was driving a vehicle. And if you study dreams, usually vehicles mean business or ministry. Well, my Uncle Jackie has nothing to do with our business, but he plays an important role in our lives in ministry. So he was driving in a vehicle, and I was in the passenger seat, and I knew that that wasn't going to be business, so that must have been ministry. And we were traveling, and I said, this road... Man, this trip is so smooth. I'm like, wow, this is so smooth. And he said, I know. He said, it's been so smooth that I've been able to average like 122 miles an hour. And I was like, wow, I mean, we are going. And as we were turning, we were just following the road, and it was just so smooth, traveling so fast. And other vehicles were driving and wrecking out kind of over around us. And he said, no, we can't. We can't be worried about that right now. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. And when I woke up, I felt like the Lord said, the ministry is about to go at a fast rate and it's going to be smooth. And don't look around at anything else that's happening because I've got you on a path. And so everybody in the kingdom of God, I want you to just receive that, that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is ready. It is going to be amping up. Things are going to be changing fast. There's going to be growth. There's going to be revival, and it's going to be smooth. It doesn't mean it'll be easy, but it will be smooth. And if the enemy, you know, Psalm 91 says, a thousand fall at my right hand and 10,000 at my left, but... It shall not come nigh my dwelling. So do not get your eyes off of what Jesus Christ is wanting to do in your life. And do not get your eyes on other things that are falling apart around you, okay? God has something that he is, something something very, very um, specific that he is doing. 
And we need to make sure that we are focused and we are ready to go. That's not my message, but when I saw my Uncle Jackie, I wanted to be sure to say that. I want to honor um, Michelle Moore, the pastor's wife of Bread of Life. Would you stand? Let's give Bread of Life a hand. Yes. 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 They are having revival. God is moving in them. And the amazing thing is there is no competition between the two. It is beautiful. We can work together. We can, we can uh, love one another. And it's, it's, it's an amazing. It's, it's nice to have covenant relationships. We just met at this conference, but we could feel the same DNA flowing, couldn't we? And it's beautiful. I want to thank, I want to honor my Aunt Liddy. I don't know if she's still here because she's from Oklahoma, so she had to leave. She brought friends from Oklahoma. Another church came from Oklahoma. Um, Alexis, glad to see you back. Just so much, so much. I'm not going to keep going, but uh, those few things I did want to say. All right, so I'm, I'm going to be brief because um, pastoring and preparing for a conference that the devil's mad about equals little time to study. Lots of time to fight the enemy. So we've been battling the enemy because the enemy was angry. Not He's been angry at some of you. How many of you, you know the enemy was fighting you big time wanting to keep you out of here? Yes. So I have studied, and the Lord spoke to me several weeks ago, but I'm going to, Kelsey, I'm going to step out on that water, and I'm going to trust that the Lord is going to carry, uh, carry me through this. So, Lord, I ask in Jesus' name that you would speak every word through me and that you would open the hearts. And whatever is left to be said, I ask that you help me say it because I am inadequate without you, but you are more than adequate. I trust in you. This is your conference. And I ask, Lord, in Jesus' name, that your work be accomplished for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Everybody say amen. Okay, so... The theme of this conference is a, a spiritual encounter. And uh, I really didn't even give this. By the way, my voice is so healed and restored, but I don't know if you can holler this much and your voice not squeak. I don't have much left. So I've already gone through puberty, and plus I'm a female, but my voice is squeaking a little bit. I, my voice is tired. We kicked the devil out of some people's lives today. And um, so you just have to bear with me a little bit. I am going to talk. I didn't even give it a title. Uh, I just want to make a point that it's extremely important that we don't send you home before you get this point, okay? Jesus can do all the work. He can say it is finished. He can prepare the way. He can put you in the Garden of Eden. He can provide everything. He can do it all except your part. He can do everything he can do everything except your part. He can give and give and give and give, but what he cannot do is receive on your end. He can't make you receive. So how many of you have felt the spirit of the Lord speak some things to you, lay some things out to you, touch you, and do a work in your life this weekend? How many of you have felt it? Would you agree that, that God has done his part of pouring out and speaking and freeing and providing and, and he, he has given and given and given and given, God has. But he cannot, 
He's gone as far as he can go. He cannot believe for you. All right? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you three mothers in the word of God that God gave to them. He placed them in a specific place. And he did all the work. And their part made the difference. Okay? So as we get ready to send you home, this is the part that's left. It's your part. Okay? Let's go to... I told you. <laughs> this has nothing to do with what God healed me and freed me of. This has everything to do with uh, Holy Ghost croup. <laughs> Let's go to Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. I'm going to read for about four verses. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, all right, here's our first woman. Everybody say Eve. Eve. He said to the woman, did God really say? Did God really say that you must not eat from any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, well, we may eat of the fruit from the trees in the garden. But God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. So you see here that God did speak. You see that? God did speak and she says it. But God did say that you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. And you must not touch it or you will die. And the serpent says, you shall not die. If you eat of it, you will not certainly die. The serpent said to the woman, for God knows. Now Satan is interpreting what God said. For God really knows that your eyes are just going to be opened and you'll be made like God's. All right? So there's Eve placed in perfection. She was placed in the Garden of Eden. She was given everything that she could possibly need. Nothing, nothing that she did not need. She had everything. God did it all. He placed her in the proper environment in a perfect paradise and he gave her everything she needed and he even gave her instruction but what he could not do was control what she did with what he said all right let's go to the second one if you would go to genesis 16 verse 1 i'm going to go one two and three four five six now Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children, but she had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. So she said to Abraham, the Lord has kept me from having children. So since the Lord has kept me from having children, you go sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Abram agreed to what Sarai said. So after Abram had been living in Canaan 10 years, Sarai, his wife, took her Egyptian slave, Hagar, and gave her to her husband to be his wife. He slept with Hagar, and she conceived when she knew she was pregnant. She began to despise her mistress. Then Sarai said to Abram, You are responsible for the wrong I am suffering. I put my slave in your arms, and now that she knows she is pregnant, she despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me. Your slave is in your hands. And Abram said, no, you do with her whatever you think is best. Then Sarai mistreated Hagar, so she fled from her. 
Now let's go to 17, Genesis 17 and 15. I do have to read this just to lay this foundation. God also said to Abraham. Now, the reason that Sarai, which we know as Sarah, the reason that she said, I want to give you Hagar, is because I didn't have the time to bring this out. But previously, God had said, I'm going to make you the father of many nations. I am going to give you seed that if you could count the sand, if you could count the stars in the heaven, you could not number your seed. God had said. And then Sariah said, well, what God means is since God forgot that I can't have children, God forgot what he said. So let me interpret what God said. God really intended for me to have a child through my slave. All right? Now let's see. Genesis 17, God also said to Abraham, As for Sariah, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sariah. Her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be the mother of nations. Kings of peoples will come from her. Abraham fell face down. He laughed and said to himself, Will a man, will a son be born to a man a hundred years old? And will Sarah bear a child at 90? Abraham said, said to God, If only, Lord, you would just take Ishmael. Because Sarah, my wife, told me that what you really meant was have a child this way. So will you just take Ishmael? And God said, yes, I'll take Ishmael, but your wife, Sarah, will bear you a son, and you will call him Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. You can go to Genesis 21. And you will see that the Lord was gracious to Sarah. And he did as he had promised. Then you can go on and keep reading in Genesis chapter 21. You'll see where once Sarah received the original promise from God, she began to despise her predicament. Her predicament. Ishmael was Sarah's predicament because Ishmael was Sarah's doings. You got that? Okay. So we've got Eve and we've got Sarah. Now let's go to the third one and then I'm going to tie all these together. Now let's go to Luke chapter 1 verse 34. And the angel answered and said to Mary, The Holy Spirit, baby girl, will come up on you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. For with God, nothing will be impossible. So he's speaking. Okay, this is the third woman. The first woman entertained Satan. Did God really say? The second woman entertained her own way of thinking. The third woman did something completely different. She said, let it be to me according to your word. Not according to how I think it's going to happen. Not according to what somebody else says is going to happen. 
not according to the questions that Satan wants to propose in my mind. Let it be unadulterated, unhindered, unobstructed in my life according to your word and only your word. Mary said, let it be to me. Somebody lift your hand right now and say, Lord, let it be to me according to your word. All right, so let me compare these three women real quick. Eve was the mother of creation. Sarah was the mother of nations. Mary was the mother of the Messiah. Eve can teach us how to have a spiritual encounter that brings spiritual death to us and the generations after us. She can teach us how to receive a promise from God and absolutely lose it by entertaining the voice and the questioning of Satan. And the very next generation of hers, her firstborn son murdered her secondborn son. So you have an opportunity today to be a mother spiritually of life or death. And it's going to be what voice you entertain when you leave this place tonight. If you, enter, if you entertain the voice of Satan that says, did God really set your daughter free? Did God really throw anxiety out of your life? Did God really cause you to speak in a language you don't understand? Did you really do that? I mean, did, did he really say? Yes, he said it. Yes, he said it. Yes, he said it. Okay? So Eve can teach us how to have a spiritual encounter that brings spiritual death. There are some promises that God has spoken to you this weekend. you got to be careful what you entertain. If you entertain the voice of the enemy, then he will cause you to birth spiritual death. Because doubt brings death. Because going backwards, going backwards causes the enemy to come back into your life. And how does Jesus say it? He ain't coming back by himself. Okay? Eve can teach us how to receive a promise and lose it. She lost her promise so well that the very first child I mentioned that she birthed introduced murder. To mankind. So if you want to know how to have a spiritual encounter that brings destruction, you can follow Eve's plan because it still works today. Entertain Satan's words. His plan still works. Sarah, the mother of nations, entertained her own way of thinking. Now I know as ladies we tend to think we're the smartest in the room. But what happens is we tend to lean on our own understanding. And I have to catch myself because when my husband wants to operate by faith, it's really easy for me to try to say, oh, but babe, but I think, but let me work this out. But let me, let me tell you what I'm thinking. And sometimes I have to just make myself be quiet because I'm operating in my own way of thinking and he's received from God. Okay? So what happened with Sarah is she entertained her own way of thinking. Proverbs 3 and 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. We all love to quote that. But did you know that the next verse says, Don't be wise in your own eyes. 
We don't really like to talk about that because I hadn't seen myself mess up too many times, some of you say. The problem is that I'm just always right, some of you say. But Sarah, the mother of nations, can teach us how to entertain our own way of thinking and we absolutely can create a predicament that thousands of years later is still affecting generations. Do you know that the war that's going on right now, you can thank Sarah. That's brothers that both have the same father, Abraham, but one of them was not given the covenant established by God. Right? Am I right? So if you want to learn how to create a predicament, you can have a predicament. When you start doing, when you take the promise of God this weekend and you start filtering it through your own stinking thinking, you can end up with a predicament. And then when God finally gives you his promise, uh uh-oh, you've got the predicament and the promise. And they don't go hand in hand. I like to say this to the single ladies. Don't go with the guy that's most convenient. That's the predicament. And when the guy that's the promise that comes along, uh uh-oh, you're going to be stuck with the wrong one. I was, and I just happened to write my number on Jeremy's hand while my boyfriend was in the room. And then I went home with him. (laughs) Then my boyfriend took me home. Then my boyfriend took me home, and the rest is history. It was a predicament there for a little bit because... That boyfriend drove to my house while the promise was at my house. And I was sitting in my living room with my mom and my dad. And the predicament and the promise. (laughs) Hey, mom, am I telling the truth? That really happened. That really happened. Thank you, God. And I was not married, so don't you be thinking. The promise is coming along when you're married to a predicament. You married that predicament, you stay. Unless, now listen, don't judge Sharon. There is biblical reason, okay? But don't, like she said it today, don't let it be because he doesn't pick his shoes up. Don't let it be because you just don't like his, his tone or you just don't like his way. You better make sure that you've got Bible behind what you're doing. And let me just say this real clear. Ain't no female any of your promise. There's no female that is a promise to any of you. Okay? We're not, we're not entertaining, did God really say? Somebody needs to look back. If you battle homosexuality, you need to say, yes, he said. I'm not going to entertain, did God really say, Okay? All right, so Eve can teach us how to lose a promise. Sarah can teach us how to create a predicament. But Mary, let's look at what Mary did. Mary can teach us how to have a spiritual encounter that brings spiritual life to us and generations after us. She can teach us how to receive a promise from God and absolutely watch it be fulfilled. She can teach us how to receive instructions from the Lord and let him give us a promise and do it so well that it changes the world around us. 
So if you want to have, if the praise team would come, if you want to know how to have a spiritual encounter that brings life and redemption, follow Mary's plan. It still works today. And that is according to your word, Lord, so be it unto me. Would you stand to your feet? This is your part. God has done a lot. He has poured promises out. He has blessed you. I know you're tired. He has done. He has given and given and given and given. But what he cannot do now is he cannot determine how you receive it. If you are prone to entertaining Satan's questions, if you are prone to entertaining doubt, if you are prone to entertaining fear, if you are prone to entertaining unbelief, then I want you to purpose, purpose within yourself right now. God said it, and that settles it. God settles, God said it, and that settles it. Yes, he said. Yes, he said. Yes, he said. And according to his word, so be it to my family. According to his word, so be it to my children. According to his word, so be it to my marriage. According to his word, so be it to my mind. According to his word, so be it to the health of my body. According to his word, so be it to my finances. According to his word, so be it to my future. According to his word. Or if you're prone to try to figure everything out in your own strength and your own ability, then you purpose within yourself right now that you are going to dig into the Word of God. And you are going to find what He says about you. And you are going to come into alignment with what He says. And no, no religious interpretation, no... Uh, popular culture interpretation what God says to you straight to your heart not whether or not you want to believe it or whether or not you believe you can believe it you don't need to remind God that his promises are impossible he already knows you don't need to tell him one more time God do you know how impossible this is yes he knows He's God of the impossible. And he said it to Mary, for nothing shall be impossible. He said it to Jeremiah, for nothing shall be impossible with me. So quit telling God how what he's told you is impossible. And quit trying to figure out how in the world, how in the world, how in the world it's going to happen. Because it's not going to happen in the world. It's going to be supernatural power. Not by might. Not by the world's power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Let's seal this conference as they sing Christ our King. I just want you to make sure that you don't leave this place without establishing, according to your word, God, we're coming, I'm coming into agreement with you right now. And I will not entertain what Satan says about me. 
In fact, I just want to say this right now. I'm going, to, I'm going to declare it in front of everybody. Several months ago, back in June, we had a, um, a deliverance encounter with a man that was really tormented with a demon. And that demon spoke through that man to, to Jeremy and said, I will have your son. I will have your son. But I and we have spoken back what the word of God says. You shall not have my seed. And the Lord will rebuke the devourer. And the devourer shall not steal our fruit. He cannot steal our biological fruit. He cannot steal our spiritual fruit. And no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue, including Satan's, that rises in judgment against us shall be condemned. This is my heritage. This is my heritage. This is my heritage. As a servant of the Most High God, and you will not have my children. Yes, that's what God says. And according to God's word, so be it unto me. You got to learn how to look the enemy in the eye and say, shut your mouth. You've been telling the wrong person to shut up. You need to start telling, you need to start telling the enemy to silence his voice. And then you need to have the last word, which is the capital W-O-R-D, which is J-E-S-U-S. Okay, you need to come back at him with the word of God. And if you don't remember anything else this weekend, you remember this. Yes, God said. Yes, God said. And according to God's word, be it unto me. So as they sing, I'm just going to open the altars because I think we like to make a physical move. You don't have to come to the front. But I would like for you to make some kind of... Your faith without works is dead, okay? So make some kind of action that equals your faith, okay? So that Satan knows, God knows, and you know where you stand. And that is according to God's word, so be it unto me. Father, I thank you for your word. I feel like it was from you. And I declare in Jesus' name that we will not leave this place and be mothers of destruction. We will not leave this place and be mothers of predicaments. We will leave this place and be spiritual mothers that are going to birth spiritual life. That's going to change generations. That's going to change our homes. That's going to change our families. That's going to change our culture, the culture around us. That's going to change East Texas. According to your word, so be it. In Jesus' name.